With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You are listening to Any Given Sunday, a part of the Dead End Podcast Network. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other podcasting services. Please make sure you check out Dead End Hip Hop, Dead End Sports, Dead End Gaming, Is the Mic Still On, Chris Platt's Strictly Hip Hop and Hoops Talk, and a host of other shows on our podcast network. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Okay, I just started. We'll start. We'll we'll do a proper intro. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, man. It's crazy though. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how like I never I never appreciated sports this much like I do now. Bro, I'm well, like even, it's not even sports though. It's just like regular everyday life. Like just doing well, normal it's like shit. the thing about sports is that like it it like centers around like like yeah, the the, the like life without sports, like Black as fuck, but like on the flip side of that, like how much like like just side reading that you do about sports, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like like oh wow, like oh here's some news about you know the Celtics or the Lakers and this is their record and if LeBron gets you know fifty more assists he'll be blah 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 like all of that type of shit like that like you know sports residual shit is like you don't have that now you know what I mean yeah I know which is like yeah crazy uh, to think about how much time you like you know like spend doing that and like how much space of your life that occupies no I know man it's crazy because it's like all these things that are normal you can't do anymore right now or at least for the time being and it's just like damn i never knew how much i like actually appreciated these things or just like these yeah. things were just every part of your everyday life and now it's like oh where it really hurts is like that middle of the week like random wednesday thursday night you're not doing shit and like maybe you're you're significant out there like working late mm-hmm. or something and you just like throw in that basketball game or that hockey game and you're just like damn like you know, insert favorite team is like holding me down right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even got that, dog. I'm not even. I'm not even tripping off the sports part because it's like you know, there, there's lags in the in the sports calendar year. I mean, there's you know, not every person like you know. There's sometimes throughout. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, there's, there's times throughout the NBA season where I kind of just peter out in and out of because I can't like, watch a full NBA season. I honestly don't pay attention until like. Right about now, maybe like a little bit further. Like basically, like I pay attention to NBA when I can wear a fucking. If I can wear a t-shirt outside, that's when I care about the NBA. 
See, I'm I'm a little different. I mean, I pay attention to it from primarily most of the year, but I mean, there's there's weeks and games where I'm just like, eh, do I really care about the Lakers and the Pelicans on a Tuesday night? Like, eh, you know, I'll watch. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if it's like, on. It's a big game, like right. You know, Lakers, Celtics. You know what I'm saying like big big games like that. You know what I mean? If the Raptors are playing the Bucks or something like that, then I'm then I'm watching. But like other than that. If this, I love the Celtics. Celtics are playing like Charlotte or something like that. Yeah, that list yeah. of shit that needs to get yeah. done is probably getting done. <laughs> but but I, but I, I'm more of just like the normal everyday things that we enjoy, like just being able to go out to dinner, you know, being able yeah, to no. go to a, go grab drinks or whatever at a bar or something like just regular yeah. everyday shit. And I know that's not necessarily well, niggas, everyday stuff, but can't even like, go to the barbershop. Yeah, you can't even go to get your nails done. You can't if you're a female. You can't, yeah, you know, you're a lady. you know, yeah, get a haircut. Yeah, well, you know, I get, I, you know, I get the, I, mean, I get the, I, I get the pedicure. I get the manicure and the pedicure. You know, hey, man, that's me. Yeah. I don't care. Judge me all you want to. You know. Hey, no, but seriously, like you, it's just the little stuff. Like, hey, go to the mall and shop, and yep. you know, yep. not worry about breathing on somebody. Like all these things that you take for granted. <laughs> now it's like, you know, it's it's not. It's not doable right now, and it's just crazy. So that's the thing that I'm more tripping yeah. about than anything else. But yeah, how, like, so how is also it? Like... No, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. <laughs> now no, I'm saying just like you know the people that can't like you know even the people that like can't work right now because of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, and think about how like lucky. You know, I know I'm blessed. Like I could still work. Like I could still do things. I although I haven't been working from home because realistically, like a, I I work in a department that's very important to keeping people from. Like it's it's crazy because people ask me like, oh, why aren't you working from home? I'm like, I'm in IT. I'm the reason that all of you are able to work from home because I'm able to manage <laughs> so that you can work from home. So it's kind of one of those things right. where it's like eh, somebody somebody has to sacrifice. But no, like I'm I'm probably gonna work from home most of this week coming up. But even then, it's like. I realize how blessed I am because I'm like, think about like the people that don't have jobs that can work from home or that people that are, are in a skill that can't work from home. Like if you're a bartender and that's what you do, you, you can't work from home. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Eh. I mean, you can make people come to your house and get drinks, I guess, but I don't know if that's going to be um, doable for you. No. You know what I mean? Or, or think no. of somebody, you know, I don't know. Bro, just in Boston, like they other, shut down like all construction projects and shit. So, like, you exactly. If you're a contractor, like, exactly. If you're a contractor, you work in a construction company. You, you know, nothing's going. Think of think of all the doctors. Like, so, like all you know how like basically all non-essential doctor visits are now basically canceled. Essentially, so if you're, if, yeah. if it's not like an emergency room visit, like you basically <laughs> can't even go to the doctor at this point. So, like, think about people like chiropractors, dentists, you know, people that rely on people coming in to the to their to their business. Mm -hmm. They're losing money. I mean, it's just so it's just crazy how this one thing has just completely changed our world and how we look at it and the the things that we normally think. The wild part about it is like the speed. Like, I can like like not to say that I like saw it coming, but like. If you were to tell me, like, okay, this is what happened with blah, 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 blah. All right, cool. I give you that. But, like, the crazy thing to me is just the speed in which it happened. Yeah. Like, because even for us, like, I don't know, like, 
Because let's say at this point, I don't even know what day it is no more, dog. But so my yeah, birthday they're, they're starting to run. To, yeah, they're starting to run together after a while. My right? birthday was on the seventeenth, and like a week before that, we were like looking at like cheap ass flights to go somewhere. Like this weekend, mm-hmm. we were gonna like roll out somewhere because like I don't know. I saw flights. Like I saw flights to San Juan for one hundred and fifty bucks round trip. Dude, we just purchased Correct. round. We just purchased round trip tickets to go to Hawaii, May, for like two hundred, two fifty, something like that. Yeah, and it's just and now yeah, we're not so. even buying any flights because we're like, are we gonna be able to go? Like, so we have well, it, yeah. but like, yes, yeah, that's for just real. crazy. Like the the speed, like how quickly things changed, like regarding this virus, like it was like seemingly overnight because like. I went, I got groceries, like, I started hearing bubblings about shit getting crazy, so I was like, let me go, like, hit up this BJ's and get some groceries, and, like, there was mad people in there, but that was even before, like, the craze craze happened, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. it, and it's just, like, but even with all of that, like, the span in which that, like, took place was, like, two days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah like, no, it's it's, it's, it's just crazy. crazy. I mean, really, man. since you you're out there in the epicenter too. Yeah, yeah. I was I was going to ask you how things are going out there, but I mean, out here, I mean, it, and just to kind of touch back on your point initially, um, you know, I mean, basically since March first, I know the disease, I know the virus has been kind of percolating for months now in other parts of the of the globe, but you know, essentially since March first. Here in the states, I mean, it's been your your life has been flipped upside down, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, out here, like you said, it's the epicenter. I mean, it's crazy out here because it's like it's like all around you, but it it's just still it just it just still seems weird. Like I, I don't know, it's weird to explain it because it's like people aren't like half of the population is taking it very seriously, and then other other like another half of the population is not. And that's the part that's annoying. Yeah. It's like, it's like what's what's making things worse is the fact that like I think Governor Inslee, the governor of Washington, he's he's trying his best not to do a basically, you know, a shutdown of the entire state, essentially. Yeah, that's, but it's, that's it, exactly it's what making, our our governor is doing. But it's making it hard not to do that or not that because that's kind of like a nuclear option, but essentially that's what's gonna have to happen because people aren't taking it seriously. I mean, the yeah. other day, I mean, and the crazy thing about this is, and I don't know, maybe you call it irony, you know, God playing tricks, poetic justice, whatever you want to whatever you want to call it. But it's crazy because we've had basically a, a great 10 days of weather. I mean, we've had like 60 degrees and above. It's been beautiful out for this time of year. It's just not normal. So like all throughout this whole thing, because it really started like it really started to like where basically like the city was shut down. Um, people are working from home. It really kind of started a week ago. That's when it really kind of hit the fan. Um, and through that entire week, we just had nothing but beautiful weather. I mean, it's just been beautiful, right? So nice. people, so people have been like trying to go to the beach and trying to do yeah. things that, like, you know, because you know how it is when when you get kind of like that 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 early signs of spring and people want to be out and about, and it's like you know, yeah. like the other day Thursday we had a beautiful day, like I think it was Thursday, 
And it was like, it was like 62, 63, right? Just a beautiful day for March out here is, is not common. Yeah. So, you know, there's people in Alki Beach in Seattle. Like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, there's literally a global pandemic and you're going to the beach. Right. Like, why? Like, and I know people have seen the videos of the spring breakers in Florida. And, right. That's like, what I was going to you know, say. I'm not going to give up my spring break because there's a global pandemic. I want to have fun. It's like. It's Florida. Like you can literally go there. But it's like you can, but it's not like it's this unicorn. It's Florida. You can literally go down to Florida like any time of the year and go to the beach and have a pseudo spring break. It's not like, right. it's not like, oh, this is something that only happens every 100 years. So let me enjoy it while it lasts. Like, no, no, yeah, no. Like, you can go to the beach in sure, April, right. June, December. Like, I've been to Florida in December. We go to the beach every time I visit, like in December. Yeah. Like, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that, you know, these things, it, it's just so annoying because it's like people our age people and younger. acting like, I just, I just feel like people are acting like there's not heavy stakes at hand. And it, and it hundred percent is like, the the worst thing is like and and like not to like really like harper home on the political side of it because i'm just exhausted by that mm-hmm. but like if we had better leadership that really said hey this is hitting america you know it's not super serious right now it potentially could be like x y and z country right right here's who it could affect it's not just going to affect you know old people because that was the whole thing and once that original kind of mm-hmm. communication got out mm-hmm. that was like the green light for people to start acting stupid you know and it, and it's really frustrating that like oh it's just a bad you know people were just saying like oh it's a bad case of the flu or <laughs> yeah know, I, 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 ran, I ranted i ranted about that last week so i don't want to relitigate all of that but just like just just like Oh well, people die from the flu. It's like again, right. like I said last like, week, it's on, not bro. the flu though. But it's not the flu. Like literally, it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's a false equivalence. It's not the flu. That's like saying there's a bad case of brain cancer going around. Oh, well, people, more people die from from diabetes. You know, like okay, that's wonderful. It's they not diabetes. All though. lives it's, mattering. Like people are all lives mattering. Coronavirus. Right, right, and 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 right. I know you. I know you said that like the, the vacuum in the leadership, and that, of course that's a whole another podcast for a whole another day. But yeah, um, I, I really think it's just a natural cynicism that people under the age of like sixty sometimes have. It's just like because I think like oh, it only affects old people, or it only has a, a mortality rate higher on amongst the older elderly community, right? So I think people like our age and younger, they're like, oh, we're invincible. So we're not going to, oh, if we get it, we'll be all right. Like, no, if this shit had affected us, like directly hit us, like if you see dudes 30, 32 years old with muscles and eight packs dying on a whim just because of a coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, I think people, I think people would, I think people would take this shit much seriously. I really do. It's, same, it's, it's yeah. sad to say that, but I think a lot of people, because it initially the, the, the initial prognostication was, Oh, it, it has a really tough effect on, on the elderly. And those are the main, you know, that's been the main mortality rate in this country has been the elderly. So people are just like, Oh, okay. Well, as long as I stay generally safe, it won't hit me. And even if I get it, like I'm not going to die. So that's been the mindset, you know? Yeah, it's like, I don't know, dog. Like, 
I think you're right, and I think there's also like a level of like willful ignorance behind it too that people are just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, right. you know, I think there's like that level of it too, and you know, it's it's wild. But I will say that there are a lot of positives in this. Like, did you see that story like in Venice about how? Um, like there's fish in the canals for the first time in like 30, 40 years or something like that. Like, you know, there's dolphins swimming closer to the the shoreline and like there's Dog. heat maps of, of pollution, like clearing up, just making these drastic, you know, environmental changes. And I'm like, bro, like mother nature hit control of the lead on our asses. For real. Yo, I, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced that this is all one big plot of like a major science fiction film. Like I, like this, like this is definitely the happening part two. Like this is, this yeah. is, you know, this is, you know, I know, I'm, I know the happening is a bad M night Shyamalan movie, but, but, but I know, but, but listen, like for real, like all of the environmental changes that are going on, um, as a result of this, like, yeah, I think it, I think it might be Mother Nature like hitting control control all delete on our. It's asses like remember it. um remember in the nineties where there was like all those movies and books and shit and like the the main villains were like these eco terrorists that had like these yeah, crazy plots yeah, to like yeah. punish people to save yeah. the world and shit. And I feel yeah. like this is like some crazy shit like that, like some Edward Abbey followers <laughs> and they're like trying to punish you know, the rest of the world for how we treat Mother Earth. And it, like, you know what, though? That shit's kind of working, dog. <laughs> I mean, really? Like, I, hate it to, is. I hate to say it like that, but like, you know, because you know, I don't want to be insensitive because people are dying and shit, but like, yeah, bro. Like, there yeah. are some, um, there are some positive effects from this. And like, you know, with climate change being, you know, the kind of global issue that it is, and like, there's there's like you know irreversible uh, you know irreversible effects going on due to human population like mm-hmm. she's she's getting a break like this is mother nature's equivalent of like her parents taking the kids for the weekend <laughs> yeah I know no yeah it touched it it touched the board with me. Um, no but you know, it's just it's just crazy because I think that this virus is also going to highlight the inadequacies in our own system as a whole system of government, system 100%. of healthcare, um, just in general. I mean, it's just gonna it's just gonna highlight the weaknesses that we have in our current structure now. I mean, it's crazy. Like for for fifth for what ten months, people have been telling us that Bernie Sanders and his policies are are are, are wayward and and you know. It can never happen in an extreme and it's extremism. And it's funny how like when a global pandemic hits, everybody wants socialism. Isn't that funny? Isn't isn't it it interesting? Right? Yeah. Everybody wants socialism now that, you know, like, you know, people are dying and it's a global pandemic and it's a virus going around. Everybody wants socialism. It's funny how that works, right? Socialism every other time is great, but you know, capitalism, how, you know, how's that crony capitalism working for you when there's a global pandemic? How's that crony capitalism when a hurricane hits? How's that crony capitalism when, uh, you know, a terrorist attack happens? No, 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 no. Right, right. But no, when we have issues going on. People are outbidding hospitals for like critical care stuff, right? Because right. of you know the quote unquote free market, and like don't get it fucked up. Like this the thing that pisses me off about people when they're talking about socialism is like everybody's okay with socialism. It's reverse socialism because all that money, all that bailout shit, goes to corporations instead of the people. 
you know, and that's all that is. It's just, it's socialism, but for, you know, rich people. And that's yeah. all that, you know, we've seen. Oh, uh, they cut, they cut a 1.5 trillion check into the stock market just what a week ago just to keep the just just to keep the stock yeah no it didn't do anything but like 1.5 trillion like nothing like they just wrote a check overnight like it was nothing. bro overnight but you're but we're still deliberating about how much to give the you know the you know basically everyone you know as, as far you know that's being affected by this um by this virus issue you know we're still deliberating right. whether it if it's 500 bucks is or, it two thousand dollars is it three thousand dollars like we're still deliberating that but we can go out there and basically sign a check for one point for one point five trillion dollars, like it's nothing. Yeah, or like they can nothing. they could cut a check two two and a half billion for the airline industry or however much it was, and oh. you know just two three years ago they're buying back all their stock to inflate right. the price, and none of that money is going to their you know lower level employees and shit and the CEOs and the big wigs are you know yep. making money hand over fist. And I know that operationally. I understand the airlines run on a really tight margin, mm-hmm. but from a business perspective and from, uh, you know, an asset type of idea, like these companies, like their CEOs and shit are making tons and tons of money. And, you know, they're able to just continually buy back their stocks to, you know, artificially or not, not really artificially, but, you know, to inflate the prices of it. And then they can say, oh, look how much money we're worth, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the shareholders can, you know, decide that they've made enough money that quarter and they can give themselves bonuses or whatever. Like, you know, it's, it's super frustrating to see it when there's, you know, like we talked about a minute ago, there are people who are, you know, literally losing their jobs. There's a lady laid off. There's a lady across the street from my job that opened her you know, a little cafe right across the street from my job. She opened her cafe. She opened her doors, what, maybe late February. Let's just, for, for the sake of this discussion, February 20th, right? And what, a month, you know, almost a month later, we have a global pandemic yeah. and her business is suffering. Like, just like that. And it's nothing for anything that she did. It's just literally, you know, what are the chances you open your your business and literally we get hit with a global pandemic that's a fact that, you know, can basically lead us into another Great Depression. I mean, essentially, right. in a span of three weeks, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's the thing. That's the thing that I think and about. Most, the most small businesses barely have enough. Exactly. Right. A month of expenses. You know what I mean? And that, that's what pisses me off about people that are like, oh, save. you should have money in your savings. And then this wouldn't happen. And you have this. And it's like, that doesn't address the fact that the system is the part that's wrong. Like, right, right. If you're, if you're a small business, the odds are already stacked it, against you. It, it's so you can't it's, get no bailout like the auto industry. It's so frustrating. I mean? And you know what's so frustrating about it is the hypocrisy of it all. That's the part that really gets me because it's like, you know, that $1.5 trillion check that was just cut right overnight. Nobody ever asks how you're going to pay for that. You ever wonder that? Like, you, wonder, you ever wonder, like, when when corporations get bailouts, nobody ever asks, "Well, where's that money coming from?" But when I say, "Hey, oh, every every every, every citizen in America should have free health care," well, how are you going to pay for that, Manny? How are you going to pay for that? Where's that money going to come from? You know, when 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 the when the when the military industrial conf- complex gets an eight hundred and fifty billion dollar check written, so nobody ever wonders, oh, "Geez, yeah. how are you going to pay for that?" Yeah, when general when general but, dynamics, but, like right. Right. But, but, you, you know, know, or, or my favorite, uh, the minimum wage shit. Right. You know, oh, if these people get $15 an hour, 
you know, they don't, number one, they say, oh, they don't deserve it, you know, or they should get a better job if they want to make more money. Plot yeah. twist, they're the people we're relying on right now. But also on the flip side of that. Have you ever thought of that maybe those people that are fighting for minimum wage at McDonald's and et cetera want to get a better job, but probably can't right. afford to go to college to get a better job, you know what I'm saying? Or probably are in debt from going to college and probably are trying to, to work pay off that. Exactly. To them or something exactly. Like that. But no, no, nobody ever actually wonders that. But it's like, how are you going to pay for it? That's the number one thing everybody hears. Like, you know, it's, it's crazy when I say, hey, I wish that, you know, there was no student loan at that. Every college, the major colleges and universities should be free to students on a four-year degree, you know, because God mm-hmm. forbid, I, I don't want my son to get out of college at 22 with $80,000 in debt. But no, 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 Roddy. But I know that sounds right. good, Manny, but how are you going to pay for it? But yet we can write a check to the stock market nope. to basically inflate the stock market for $1.5 trillion. And we can give the military industrial complex billions of dollars and we can do this and we can do that. And we can write checks to corporations to bail out airlines and bail out banks and bail out auto industries. No, 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 no. That, we can do that. That's fine. That's fine. No, no issues yeah. there. It, it's just no it, that, the hypocrisy is what gets me. It's like if you're going to fuck yeah. me, pause, you know. No homo for real. But but if you're gonna fuck me, at least tell me you're fucking me. Don't fuck me and then pretend, oh <laughs> no, we're not doing that. It's just it's uh, you know, it, it, it seems like we are, but we're really not. We're trying like nah man, don't be asking. Yeah. Man. Like I know Chase, the game. Fucking cut to the goddamn chase. Yeah. Exactly, right? And and, and yeah, it, it's just frustrating, man, because it's like it I, but that's but but in but in a but in a twist of faith here, um I think this is exposing the system. I really do. I think it's exposing a lot of what the problems are. Well, because, right like you said, all of the things that they said, like they can't do, they're doing it. Like they're extending benefits to grocery store workers and, you know, people of the sort. And, you know, they've historically said, you know, mm-hmm. oh, we can't give you a $2 pay raise or, oh, we can't, you know, we can't do this and that and the third. And like, you know, all of these things are just coming up as like, constructs of oppression of shit that they've said to us for how long that like i said we we can't do that or you know we can't give these people extended benefits or we can't you know give this we can't make this type of money because it's going to cause inflation and things like that and it's like okay but you just did it like you like you said like you just did it so it's proving all of these things that they said that they can't do, it's going to make everyone challenge. And you know why they're doing it? And you know why they're doing it? And you know why they're doing it? Because their bag is being affected. That's why. Yep. When your bag is being affected, that's the root of all of this. Mm-hmm. That's the root of all of the issues in our country. Yeah, look at, look at Amazon. Exactly. Amazon's a when perfect you're... example. Amazon's yep. a perfect example because, you know, all last year, all you hear about is how poorly they treat their employees and you know, their, you know, employees aren't getting paid that much. And, you know, the working conditions are really shitty and this and that. And the third, and like, yeah, that's its own thing. But now all of a sudden, because of this coronavirus, you know, take it for what you will, people are ordering off of Amazon a hell of a lot more now. So what does Amazon do? Hey, we're going to hire a couple hundred thousand more workers and we're actually going to give them a two or $3 pay raise, um, quote unquote, temporarily. But if you go from making $15 an hour working at an Amazon warehouse, like it's probably not the best of work, but it, maybe it's okay. $15 is like, depending on where you live, like you might be able to swing that. $18 is a game changer. $19 is a game changer for you. 
Mm-hmm. And how do you, as Amazon, say, hey, I know we just, you know, gave you that pay raise for the last, you know, three months or so. Now we got to put you back to your old, you know, pay scale. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, Although, don't put it past them. Have, Although, don't put it past them. They're going to have a literal, like, yeah, there's, there's going to be fucking hell to pay. Yeah. Like, from the workers, you know, workers start mobilizing and shit, like, over that we're going to see some, you know, this might be the thing that sparks a lot of changes because like I said, you know, all these people were talking shit about, you know, grocery store workers and restaurant workers and shit like that about wanting more money or better benefits. And now we're literally relying on people at the grocery store to keep the store, sh- the shelf stocked. Yeah, I know. Right. Go figure. But you know, how dare they ask for $15 an hour? You know, how how dare they want a livable wage? How, how dare they? You know, how, how dare they get a, get a real back. job? Get a real to, job, they say. But like now, you have people that like, you know, not. To, and I'm not shitting on anyone's job, but like people are like, oh, you need to get a real job. But like, and to that point, and to that point, I don't mean to cut you off, but to that point, like how elitist and completely oh, um, yeah. disrespectful that is. Like somehow, like working at a grocery store isn't somehow a real job. Like that's like it's, yeah. I, I I'm. I, Look, I, I know I'm a millennial, so I'm, I'm, you know, people think that we don't know anything, but like, I grew up in an era where like a job is a job. You know, what I'm saying, of course, yeah. uh, you know, of course, you know, everybody wants the, the the nine to five with the big office and the corner window, but you know, not everybody's blessed yeah. to have that. Not everybody's blessed to have yeah. those opportunities. Like, and how just kind of disrespectful and just elitist of that of, of folks to say like, oh, well, that's not a real job. Like a job is a yeah. job. If you're I, like, I don't, I don't, I don't judge anybody, man. If you're, if you're working at a grocery store, but you putting food on your table, you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care mm-hmm. of your family. Dog, I don't care if you stock. I don't care if you're a meat packer. I don't care if you stock shelves. Like, I don't care what the fuck you do. Like, I know yeah. people that have the smarts to combat anything, but you know, they ain't doing nothing with it. You know what I'm saying? There's people out here that are doing the damn thing and working jobs and doing different things. And it's just like, I, I don't know. So that, that, that bothers me too. It's like, Oh, well, you know, McDonald's is not a real job. Like, yeah, right. but maybe that's, that's all people can get at that an entry level job, blah, blah, blah. And not to mention like part of the fight for higher wages is because the cost of living is going up at a, an exorbitant amount of rate. Oh yeah. More than ever. It's like, that's what people don't understand. It's like, yeah, people want $15, which isn't even that much. <laughs> like, it's not even like it's a, you know, people are saying, oh, pay us $30 an hour. No, $15 just to barely make it. Barely make right. it. it, it just, like, uh, just yeah. like to cover. Like, it, it's wild, like, to, like, for people to just make these, like, crazy assumptions about other people's, like, existence. But, like, I'm trying to think of a job off the top of my head that like people would deem as like quote unquote important, but now because of this shutdown type of stuff, like it's you know you may have gotten laid off because of it. And I just I can't think of anything right now. Like maybe yeah. all right, here's one. Like you're like you work at a hotel and you're like a maintenance worker. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like you could be like an HVAC person. Oh, boom! You work directly for the hotel. Oh, uh, we got we just furloughed everybody, so yep. tough break. You know, and yeah. that's a tradesman. You know, that's what people were. You know, when they say like, "Oh, you went to college and got like a worthless liberal arts degree. You should have gone mm-hmm. this and that and the third. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, really? T- tell me more. Like, I've had so many people tell me 
or just say around me like and i've they've used like um oh well these are the people that are like going to college and studying like fine arts or they're studying arts or they're studying like i had someone say like talk about studying sociology is stupid and i like that's my you know that's my shit that's my major and i was like excuse me like let me rattle off a list of names of people who are sociologists and like people who do these things that have this degree like just because like it's these like asshole you know engineer students and stuff like that that always talk crazy like that you know about other people's decisions but like if you study the arts you go be a graphic designer like who the fuck think who do you think like designs the animation in the video games that you like to play or does the color effects in the movies that you like to watch mm-hmm. or, you know what i mean like it's wild like that people right now are just now understanding kind of how we are some of the parts like as a society and now everybody wants to feel the squeeze and now everybody wants to be all supportive of you know other people's plates and i'm glad that there are people that are but why does it take a global pandemic to understand that everybody's job is important in the grand scheme of things exactly it's just it's it's funny how the world works sometimes but you know hopefully hopefully this this does predicate some change and some appreciation of of those of the working class of of the gig economy of the the folks that that do things. I mean, think about the Uber drivers, the Lyft drivers, the cab drivers, the people yeah. that are really hit. I mean, these all these services, all these services that we take for granted are all it's being affected. Down. You know, they're all being affected. And it's like, we've never actually sat down and actually like, huh, like, yeah, what if this does happen? Like, how would this be done? And how would that happen? And how would this, how would this go? And da, 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 da. like, it, it's just, it's, it's crazy that we live well, in the amount of like- live in, in the world where you you know keep your pandemic response team yeah yeah it's yeah i i I don't want to get too bogged down on the on the coronavirus you know i I like (laughs) to have a conversation about it because it's i mean it is and i know some people listen to the podcast like oh coronavirus again but uh, but, i mean it's something going on in the world and it's it's important man it's important to have these conversations and maybe we're speaking to people nodding their heads right now like yeah you're right y'all speaking facts or whatever so yeah, it's 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 um it's important. You know, it's a part of our everyday. I mean, it's yeah, our new reality. Goes back to normal soon. It's our new it's our new reality yeah, right, right now. You know what I'm saying? That this, this is, is the new norm. This is the new normal. I mean, this is this is more relatable now than our old way of living. Crazy, crazy enough, I'm right? Cool it's though, like, cause like they just they just shifted school to online. And yeah. like I just had like a bunch of my professors lower like the requirements for the work that we had to do. So I'm like, hey, thanks. But like right. that's good, like that they actually like care about their students or shit. Like some other, you know, some other people are like, oh, they're doing it online, so let's give them more work or whatever, you know. Right. Like so, I'm pretty blessed that like I've got like you know people around me that like get it and they you know they understand what's going on and you know there's some things that are bigger, like we were talking about a minute ago. Like there's things that are bigger than sports. There's things that are bigger than you know, there's really and just imagine, and just imagine, back. and just think, and just imagine, and just think for a second. You know, how many people crap on technology, right? Like, oh, technology, this, technology, that, and oh, it's ruining the world, and da 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 da. But well, just the imagine, world would shut down right now. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, just think if, like, pr- you know, go back to 1992, pre-internet. Like, <laughs> if this happened, like, we couldn't, you couldn't work from home. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you, you couldn't function. Like the world was shut down. So just think about how much technology is helping right now. Like think about how much technology is keeping us afloat. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's just it's just funny how things happen in life. Like these something like this can make you appreciate just like the littlest things, the littlest of freedoms that we do have, um, and the littlest of things that we we get to enjoy. So it's it's crazy, man. I, I don't want to get bogged down too much on the on, on the on the coronavirus, man. But just. Just yeah. hopefully, man, everybody's being safe out there. Hopefully everybody is adhering and cooperating and, and trying. And I know it's hard. It's boring as shit. I get it. We're all living it. Oh, yeah. Stay in the house. Each and our own. Yeah, just stay in the house. If you don't have to go out anywhere, you know, if you're not going at least to the grocery store or to, you know, Walmart to get shit, you know, I, I'm not saying don't go out and do things. I mean, if you're still yeah. one of those folks that have to go to work every day, you know, just be safe, you know just be safe common sense you know what i mean so but let's i just realized we didn't even do a proper introduction um <laughs> this is any given sunday for sunday march uh 22nd 2019 i'm your host manny brown we just kind of hit record and 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 just started talking um my guest this week needs no introduction obviously you guys have if you've listened to this show more than you know a couple episodes you know who this person is justin tribal my boy my brother uh constant friend of the show uh is back with us again um how are you man besides coronavirus kind of changing the way we live you know how uh besides that how are you I'm cool, man. Um, I don't know if you heard in the news, but uh, we got new. Tampa Bay Buccaneers got a new quarterback. I don't know if you ever heard of him. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bury um, the lead. Just, I'm not. I'm not trying to bury the lead. That's that's. We'll, we'll get, this is literally we'll the that. only thing that I can like be excited about, bro. I understand that. I understand that. But I. But I do want to say. I do want to say a little bit of personal news here. Um, you know, we haven't talked to you in a while. So uh, since that, there's been some major, you know, major changes in your life. Um, you have recently gotten engaged, so I just wanted to give you a moment oh. to highlight that. Congratulations, my brother, on your uh, on Thank your you. engagement. And uh, you know, everybody, congratulate this man on social media, whatever. If you haven't done so already, um, yeah, man, I just wanted to highlight that. Just wanted to highlight that, man. We like wow. we like to highlight uh, achievements on this show, man. For real. I appreciate that, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's, it's been a while since I've been on the show. Um, you know, life life's like wild busy all the time and uh that happened back in November and like that's usually the busiest time of the year for me. Um, you know, school yeah. and all that other shit. Um, so yeah, it's been a while, but um I appreciate the uh the shout out, bro. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt, no doubt, man. I'm just um, I'm excited. Excited and you know, uh excited for next year. You know, we've already got the planning and all that, you know. We got save the dates out and you know so it's pretty exciting got, dog and like, got mine you know, yeah they, yeah 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 um, yeah it's, it's good times man that's that's if the world doesn't end of course you know if the world doesn't end like that would be cool like if i could get married next year like right awesome. well, have, you, have you have you thought of have you thought of your coronavirus contingency plans like if if uh if mexico does is not uh a possible option have you thought of like maybe having your uh wedding in a warehouse somewhere you know, adhering, Maybe adhering to, to be in a bunker, right? Adhering to all social distancing, you know, practices, of course. Yeah, like I'm just, I'm just gonna like give everybody um, a hazmat suit, and that way, like y'all, like everybody can dance. <laughs> Motherfuckers know? being married in an outbreak suit and shit, like just, Hell just yeah. walking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah dog. No. I mean, hey, but we'll see. 
And we're only halfway joking, right? We're only halfway joking because this shit could be realistic. You know what I mean? Who the hell knows by January 2021, man? Who knows where the hell we'll be at? Yeah, that's 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 the scary shit about it. Like, you know, I'm optimistic that like the the curve will flatten. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's no there's no guarantee. Um, you know, because I, I you can't rely on people to do shit. No, I mean we can't rely on people to just basically stay off the beaches and you know fucking stay inside god forbid it ain't that hard to stay home no like i actually like being at home you know it's not it's actually relaxing i've gotten i've gotten to catch up on some shows that i haven't watched before i've gotten a chance to do some do some work at home you know like yesterday i did i literally did my yard like i did i basically spring cleaned my yard um from 10 a.m yesterday till 10 o'clock at night like just out there slaving kind of sore today too by the way like, I know your back is screaming at you. Oh it? yeah, it's it's screaming, it's screaming, bro. Dog, uh, my, I did. I painted the fence yesterday in the front yard. My back's. Dog, I had to take some aspirin before I went to bed. Isn't it crazy how like you could do like the most, or in your mind the most the like dumbest shit, the dumbest shit, and you can get sore. Like I can go out and for a jog, and I'll be fine, or you know do you know work out at the gym or whatever and be fine for the most part, right? But like you know. <laughs> doing the yard or painting a fence or you know replacing a you know whatever Anything. you know around the house and you you'll fucking be sore it's just crazy how that works but and i used to think that like older people were exaggerating when they said that shit and nah. i just want to like blank like make a blank blanket statement and say i'm sorry dog like i minimized y'all experiences and you were 100 percent right yeah man 30 30 is the new 50 for me man <laughs> for real you ain't lying bro for real I, I i tell people all the time i'm like i'm 33 going on 60 <laughs> fuck my body feels like right now um yeah i'm trying to tell people like this shit ain't no joke man that's no joke man it's no joke yeah but um but 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 now i guess we you know enough enough uh burying the lead um the one bit of sports and I will say this: Look, we rag on the NFL a lot, and the NFL deservedly so, by the way. Uh, Bro, free agency saves me. But, but you know, thank God for the NFL this week because Lord have mercy. I don't know. I don't like. I don't even know what we would have done if, like, imagine if the NFL like had shut down essentially or shut down their off season and like, yeah, you know what? Out of respect, we're just not gonna, you know, we're gonna no postpone things right or whatever. Say right, right. Like, imagine that where would we be? We just had nothing to talk about on, on as far as sports goes. Like we have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Nothing. Crazy. It, like, it's just good. So shout out to the NFL, man. Shout out to the NFL. Cause they came through f- for the clutch. Like they came through like Eli Manning in the fourth quarter. Like it's just, it's, they came hey, through man. when we mo- when we really needed them the most. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to the NFL. You know, they get a yeah, lot of, they I get a lot, they get a lot of flack on this show, but you know, Hey, we, yeah. we, we, we gotta be fair. Time I praise, that's the first time I praise the NFL in like fucking two calendar years. Yeah. And we'll go back to knocking the NFL probably on this episode, but, um, because that CBA is oh, bullshit, yeah. but, um, oh, yeah. but, but be that as it may, um, yeah. Thank you for the free agency news though. Cause man, man, oh man, where would we be without him? I needed that, honestly. 
so you were saying um, your beloved, your beloved team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still don't, I still don't understand why he's a Buccaneers fan, but whatever. We'll, 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 we'll have that conversation for I've another told, day. I've told you this story. I, I know, I know, but you know, some people may wonder, but still. All right, um, so your beloved. I'll, let me give you the, the fifteen second rundown. Don't don't put everybody to sleep. Uh, we don't need to know. Fifteen seconds. My grandfather lives in Tampa. My mom moved down there to live with her dad. Um, and this is when the Bucks were like kind of starting their thing. And my mom was a Bucks fan. And I watched the Bucks as a kid because my mom did. And that's the story. Uh, okay. okay. It'll be worse. I could be an Eagles fan. We're all awake again. Um, thank you for that uh, lovely dissertation of your fandom. Um, <laughs> hey, you're welcome. I could, like I said, I could be an Eagles fan. You could be a lot of things. So that, yes, you, it always could be worse. But um, yeah. So your team went shopping this year, this week, or this past week, and uh, you guys landed a new quarterback. Yeah, um, we got you know uh, made a Whole Foods run. Old Thomas Brady, uh, formerly of the New yeah. England Patriots, man. So I, I, I guess I have to ask you first. Like, a, do you like the move? I, I. I to judging by your tone, I would say you do. Um, and second, like, how shocked are you, or are you still in shock that um, he chose the Buccaneers? Yeah, I mean, I'm a little shocked because number one, mo- mostly the shock is because I, it's hard to imagine Tom Brady being somewhere else, right? Like that's that's kind of the main shock of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot of whisperings like over the winter about, you know, Tom's leaving New England and this and that and the third. And, you know, I just wasn't sure. And then if he was like, you know, it, it kind of thick, it kind of like lined up. If, if Tom was leaving, basically the way that I saw it is if Tom was leaving, that he was probably coming to Tampa. Um, Really, you, you know, bought you you thought that the whole time because I, I I'll be honest with you, I yeah, did not. I, I had a feeling because realistically, like he was, I didn't think he would go to San Diego. You know, maybe you know he's from Cali, so you know, kind of, I, I, you know, kind of, it was kind of sixty forty, right? Like I just kind of had like a little bit of a feeling, but not enough to like really stand like ten toes down on it, right? Mm-hmm. Like enough to say like, yo, like, you know, this might could happen. Um, and so once I saw that, um, you know, they didn't franchise Jameis, I knew when they, when they, when they didn't franchise Jameis, then that's when I was like, all right, we're probably, you know, again, like 60, 40, we're getting a quarterback. It could be Tom Brady, you know, and you know, there was a rumor that maybe Teddy Bridgewater and I was like, nah, it doesn't really work out. I, I just don't know. I don't, not a fan of that move, you know, offensively. I don't know if he fits Bruce Arians system. Da, 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 da. So when the news actually happened, I was like, wow, like this is kind of cool. You know, it feels like kind of surreal. Uh, but on the business side of it, I mean, you get two years of Tom Brady at 25, you know, 25 mil a year, which you can do a hell of a lot worse. You know, they were talking about Jameis wanting, you know, 30 mil a year. Which, you know, I've been a long Jameis Winston apologist and I'm not going to talk bad about him. Um, you just can't, you can't pay him that type of money long term, you know. Um, 
so I think with the weapons that the team has, you know, offensively and, you know, the way that the defense kind of came around late in the season, I think it's, I think it's a good deal. It's solid business to take a guy who you could probably plug in and play right away. And, you know, with, you know, a reasonable amount of success because he's Tom Brady. Um, so yeah, I like the deal. I hope that, you know, obviously he's not prime Brady, so I don't have like, <laughs> I don't have any crazy delusions about that, but, um, you know, Tom, Tom threw for what, 25 touchdowns last year with, I don't know, niggas that work at Dunkin' Donuts as receivers. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, so, you know, I, I don't think it's a crazy out of the ordinary, like reach to say, throwing a Mike Evans you know, Chris Godwin, et cetera, et cetera, you know, that he can't throw for probably 30. And, you know, he can probably throw, you know, a reasonable amount of touchdowns, maybe as many as Jameis last year, but drastically fewer interceptions. And, you know, that's what wins you games is, you know, lessening the amount of turnovers that you have. I mean, you know, how many weeks in a row did we see Jameis come out and throw an interception on the first play of the game last year? You know, like that's not sustainable. Um, So, you know, I, I, and a lot of people were like, Oh, Tom's washed up and da da da. And like, yeah, he's not prime, but he can still let the ball loose, you know, down the field, you know, their system didn't really call for it a lot. And he wasn't asked to do it a lot. And, you know, Bill Belichick don't yield on, Hey, Mm -hmm. I have a suggestion. Like he's not that type of coach. Um, so, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a combination of things that happened with, you know, his, his play last year. Um, but yeah, I think, I think he's going to be an okay fit here. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm curbing my excitement a little bit because I am worried because of the age thing. Um, but I know he takes, you know, really good care of himself and, you know, he's a hard worker and doesn't fuck around in the off season. So, you know, I, I again, I'll take Tom Brady at 42, 43, at 25 mil a year that could go up to I think it could go up to potentially 29 or 30 mm-hmm. um I'll take that over you know having Jameis Winston locked in at 31 and mil you know 31 mil a year for the next four years or something like that or you know having Tyrod Taylor or some shit like that, you know, at a small deal and we can't take advantage of the weapons that we have on offense. You know what I mean? So I think it kind of is the the middle option, but, you know, just so happens that the middle option is, you know, arguably the greatest quarterback that ever laced them up. So, um, yeah, man, I I don't want to get like super fanboy and be like, yeah, we got fucking Tom Brady, bro. You know, cause I think there is some level of concern. Um, but I'm excited, bro. Like we're, you know, the, the franchise is trying to turn things around. They're getting new uniforms and like they're trying to just wash the stench off of the last 15 plus years um, that they've had. And, you know, it's been, it's been hard being a Bucks fan, bro. Like, um, you know, perennially one of the laughing stocks of the league and, you know, you don't get a lot of press coverage and, you know, you don't get a lot of national time games. So, you know, hopefully this helps, um, you know, the long suffering fans that live in Tampa and all of that. So I'm pretty excited. The only bad thing is that fucking ticket prices are probably going to go up. Oh, you know that. Yeah, that's 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 bound to happen. And thank God you guys are finally getting rid of those ugly ass jerseys, by the way. 
Them Good shit are Lord. Trash, dog. Oh my God. Go back, what, like, to, go back to the originals. Are, is that is that the talk I heard that you guys are going back to the original, the the orange? The orange or the Super Bowl era joints? Not the Super Bowl, not the Super Bowl era ones, but the the actual original uh, orange. I don't think and, anybody. Yeah. I mean, obviously a modernized a modernized look of it. Obviously. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think anybody knows. Like they're keeping it really close to the chest, but I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, UniWatch. Oh uh, yeah, I have. They said they said that they've seen the uniforms and they described it to a graphic designer, and they like did a mock of it, and it basically looks like a recreation of the Super Bowl era uniforms. Like there's no orange in it at all. But when when I watched that teaser video, like they showed orange quite a few times, so like I, I'm wondering like who's in the right here, you know? So they're supposed to be reviewing them in April. Um. Yeah, and I think what they're gonna do is like do the Tom Brady welcome conference press mm-hmm. conference, and you know that's when they'll reveal do the jersey, jersey reveal. Yeah. But yeah, which is smart. Um, but with everything that's kind of going on with coronavirus, yeah, I don't no, know if that's right. something that they're gonna do. Um, you know, out of respect or you know solidarity or for other leagues or what have you. Um, but I think that's gonna be the kind of thing that they're going to do with the jerseys and you know it's kind of going to be a rebrand i think um so yeah i mean well I, I, we'll see i'm trying to curb my expectations but i'm pretty excited bro well as you should be and i'll be honest with you i know you said that you weren't shocked um i, I was shocked i just i didn't buy the new england rumors i just didn't buy it i didn't buy that you know that there was going to be a breakup i just i had i i just had to see it in order to believe it because I just didn't buy it. I was like, yeah, because it's one of those things. Like, not to cut you off, but like, at some point, you're like, all right, like they're just you know generating content because the dynasty's been going on too long. Right, right, and there's part of that, but just also, I was like, I know people were throwing around teams, and I'm and and I, it was a dual shock because Tampa. Like, I think I heard Tampa maybe once or twice, but most people were saying Chargers. Most people were saying the Raiders. I had some folks telling me Tennessee. Uh, was oh uh, yeah, I heard the Raiders. A um, times. I forgot about that. You know, and they all seem legit, but I was just, I just, I, I just couldn't buy that Tom Brady was going to leave the Patriots. I just, I, I just didn't want to buy yeah. it. I just, I don't know. It was just like, really, you know, Bill Belichick, New England, you've been there twenty years, six Super Bowls, like. To go play with the Tennessee Titans, you know, really, you're gonna leave uh, yeah. New England to go play for the Moorbound Chargers franchise that you know plays in a soccer stadium. Really, you're gonna leave New England to go play for for the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders? Now, I mean, I just I didn't I didn't buy it, and sure shit, I was wrong because he, he I was like, oh shit, he left. Like it really happened. I, I stunned, and then it, when it was Tampa, I was like, really Tampa? But then I, you know, and so that was like my first reaction. I was like, really Tampa? But then I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, Bruce Arians is there. Yep. He's a, you know, he's quote unquote a quarterback whisperer. Um, you guys do have talent on the offensive side of the football. Um, so yeah, after kind of rethinking it a little bit, um, it was a, it was a it was a good move. Warm weather climate, you know, at this stage mm-hmm. in his career, I think only helps. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even. You know, you guys have you guys have. You guys have weapons, so yeah. I'm it, it uh, you know, but but I will say I was shocked. I was initially shocked, and yeah. and, to, and, to, and and it's still weird to me. To, it's going to be weird seeing him in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey, whatever jersey. Bro, it's going to be it's going to be weird for me too, dog. Like even as a Bucks fan, and like I've always appreciated Tom Brady, and you know I live in Pat Nation up here, so I've always been able to see him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've, even before I moved up here, like I've always had an appreciation for Tom Brady. Um, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. And so even as a fan of the team that he's going to, like, it just feels like surreal. Like, it's like, whoa. Like, Very surreal. Yeah. Damn, like, he really, like, he left. like I have to I see something <laughs> every really day. Left. And, like, it's like you have to process two things. It's like, damn, he really left. And it's like, you know, for me as a fan, it's like, wow, like, Brady's a buccaneer. Like, really trying to, like, hammer that point home like it's so weird and like it, it, it's it's wild dog because like you know even with the shit that we've heard about happening in new england like like you said like for him to like for you to really like come to terms with the fact is like wow like he, he really left like he's gone like that's just such a big hill to climb yeah, I mean it is. It's, it's absolutely been 20, 20 it, years, 20, 20 years, some years, man. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. Like, so, I mean, just to talk about the fit a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good fit. Um, I'm I'm not convinced that you guys are now all of a sudden Super Bowl or bust. I'm not going to go there just yet. I do think you guys need some some work. Um, you know, I will I will definitely say that um you guys still need a running game. Um, your running game leaves a lot to be desired, and especially for Tom Brady at this stage in his career. Yeah, um, I think 100%. having a good, sound running game will will be helpful to keeping him upright. I think the offensive line needs to be shored up a little bit. Um, you know, your defense, I, your defense is very frustrating because it's like your defense has the names and has the ability to be great, but they just haven't shown it on a week to week basis. So, getting that defense uh, situated and and playing at a more of a higher consistency level will definitely be the key. I mean, I think you guys are definitely improved. Uh, would I say that the Buccaneers now are a Super Bowl contender? I mean, are they a Super Bowl contending team if Tom Brady's healthy? Yes. Would I say now that next year, you know, in in a few months, I'm going to go down to Vegas and bet my life's fortune on on betting everything Buccaneers? Um, you know, not quite. I'm not going to go there just yet. I'm just not. Yeah, I think so. Our defense, like looking bad last year, was kind of a result of it's kind of the Jameis Winston effect, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Our toward like the first half of the season, our defense was fucking ass, and I'll be the first to admit that. Um, things started going in in the second half of the season. The worst, the bad thing is like the offense just couldn't stay on the field a lot of times, you know. Mm-hmm. And so guys are gonna get tired and shit like that. So you know, Todd Bowles kind of did his thing. The run game, like I think Ronald Jones is a good running back. I'm a fan of his. I wouldn't be mad if we grabbed another running back. But Byron Leftwich has to call a better consistent game. Like, there would be so many times where the first half, Ronald Jones has five carries for, like, 60 yards, right? Second half of the game, like, they'll either put Peyton Barber in, who's getting, like, two two yards a carry, or they just will go entire series without fucking calling a run play. Like, you can't do that, you know, especially with, a guy like Tom Brady, like you made the good point that he needs a run game, help him keep upright. And, you know, we may, we signed someone from the Colts for the offensive line, which I'm all for going offensive and defensive line in this draft. Um, but a lot of the stats that we had last year is like, you know, again, one of the faults in Jameis and I've, I've talked to you and I have talked about it at length on this show and, you know, offline is that he holds on to the ball for a really long time. A lot of times, you know, he 
will wait for his receiver to get open. And if that doesn't happen, he doesn't know what to do. And he just holds onto the ball. Um, so, you know, I think, like I said, the offensive line does have some improvements to be had. Um, but with someone that can get the ball out quick, Tom can do that. If there's a hot read, if the blitz is coming, you know, if we have a design for a safety valve, Tom Brady is probably the best in the league at getting that ball out. Like, you know, that instant read. Jameis Winston is not very good at that at all. Um, so, you know, whether or not that's going to make a huge improvement for our offensive line, if that's going to, you know, make their lives easier, we'll have to see, you know. Um, but I, I definitely agree with you. Like, the defense needs to shore up, become more consistent. We have a young secondary. That's that's the big problem. Uh, but a lot of those guys came on late in the year. So, you know, I don't always believe that, you know, the continued success rolls over, but it's definitely something to kind of look forward to. I, I'm not sure if we're Super Bowl contenders. Um, I think that we can potentially make some noise. I think the team needs to set a baseline. They need to be, you know, if they're, if this team doesn't show up at, you know, 11 and five or something like that, you know, 10 and six, um, I think then the season, you know, is a little bit of a failure, to be honest. Um, you know, it's not like a rookie quarterback coming in and he has to adjust to the system. It's, it's Tom Brady. Um, you're making all these moves to build around Tom Brady. Uh, so I, I think, you know, I, I'm kind of in between two worlds where I'm like, yeah, I need this team to be successful. Uh, but I also understand, like you said, we have some work that needs to get done. But um, the NFC South is not, you know, kind of separating away from Bucks talk a little bit. And I'm sure people are fucking rolling the shit out of their eyes. Um, I, I mean, hey, you guys are the story. You guys are the story this week. I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to roll the rest. The Falcons have made some questionable moves. Um, I don't know what Matt the Falcons Ryan are doing. Not, I just don't know what Matt the Falcons Ryan are doing. Matt Ryan did not look good last year. They signed Todd, Todd Gurley on one leg. You know. <sighs> Is Dimitrov still the GM? They got more. The Ravens got more for, and I'm sorry, the tight end's name is, is slipping me. Uh, but they've got more. They traded more for the tight end than fucking Houston did to get fucking Nuck. Oh, don't even get me started on Houston. I just bro, yeah. is that, where do you where do you rank that on the worst trades of all time? I, I just, it, I mean, I don't want to rank it right now because obviously we haven't. You know, yeah, for all, gotta be for, all we, for all we know, for all we know, you know, DeAndre Hopkins goes on the field next next you know first game of the season and breaks his leg and never is the same again. Then we're, we we kind of look at that trade a little bit differently. But right now, I mean, that's got to be one of the in worst trades in history. As far I mean, it's just horrible, and it just doesn't even make sense. Like, why would you trade your best player? Like, it just doesn't even he's make sense. Best, he's the best in his position. In the, he's the best wide receiver in the league. But he's your best player. Like, yeah, dog. It's not even like you got something. It's not like you traded DeAndre Hopkins, and then you know. Now we got to see what the picks turn out to be, right? But. You know, it's not like you traded it's DeAndre like, Hopkins it's not and like, you like got the, your the biggest Kent Bailey Clinton Portis trade. You know what I mean? Right, but it's you know like, like one of those Rob Peter to pay Paul type trades, which I don't like anyway. Like I don't like trading from a position of strength because then ultimately your strength becomes your weakness now because then you're, right. then you're then you're it's like you're trying to backfill. Now you're trying to like compensate for what you lost when you had a strength to begin with. It's like I I, I didn't exactly. I don't like those trades. 
but it's not even that type of trade. It's not even like, oh, you know, Houston, we need a pass rusher. So we're going to trade our best receiver to get a pass rusher. It wasn't even right, that. Right, right, right. It, it just, it literally felt like a salary dump. Yeah. Well, th- and then there was all this stuff that they said, like, and it doesn't surprise me because Bill, uh, Bill, I almost said Bill O'Reilly. Um, <laughs> he might as well be Bill O'Reilly. He may as well be with all the shit that he was saying, like, fucking moron. You know, worried about his baby mama and shit like that. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's a that's another adult man that you're talking about. And, and you and know what? On I, top of that, a professional. Like, and I hate on, when dog. I hate when executives and team officials like bring up personal shit to try to justify their horrible, uh, horrible, horrible moves in sports. Like, you know, oh, we traded Deshaun Jackson because we thought he had gang ties. What? Like, right stop like get out of here like you made a bad trade the media the media is killing you for making a bad trade don't try to now justify by trying to bring up some bullshit you know excuses to why yeah. you made a trade. like just say hey we thought this trade helps us in the future like i you know what i'd be honest if you were just honest with us and said hey we make this trade because we think that this trade will work it may not work out it may work out who knows we'll have to see like i could at least respect you, that but don't make a trade and then tell so me far to oh, say like like it, it wasn't working here yeah, like you could just say, "Hey, you know what? We we've we've been ten and six, eleven and five with DeAndre, and we've yet to reach the the next level." You know, we figured we'd you know roll the dice and you know maybe try up. to change, shake it up a little bit. You know what? I can at least respect that. I still think you're dumb as shit, but I at least I can yeah. at least respect that. You know, the little introspection. You can't argue there. with the lo- you can't argue with the logic behind a decision like that. Like, yeah, you could think it's dumb, but like you could be like, okay, I I can see where you're coming yeah i can be i can be convinced to see where you're coming from right but but to just make that that wasn't the best idea to do it but i understand why you would think that that's a good decision yeah i i just i i don't uh i don't or someone's like a cancer or something like that like you know I, i i get it but like for all intents and purposes he's a good teammate you know what i mean like just fucking burn that franchise to the ground, dog. Exactly. I, I just I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. But um back to back to Brady. Um so you're in Boston, you're in the, the midst of how are they handling it? Because that's what I'm interested in the most is is Boston. How are they how are they handling the breakup? Um so it's kind of hard because um You're there, you're amongst them every day. Well not really, because I ain't really left the house for well, yeah, true, 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 true. But so, just, so just it's kind of tough but just from the radio all, all and the scuttlebug see, and all, all that. you can see is people overreacting on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. But also like close friends of mine, like you know, obviously my fiance, she's a, a lifelong Pat's fan. Um, you know, her best friend, we have like a group chat, and she's like side eyeing me on my birthday because so. The funny thing is, was like the news dropped on my birthday. So like everybody was like, yeah, dog, like you just got a quarterback for your birthday, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, you know, don't get canceled on your birthday, Justin. Cause I was like talking shit. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think, I think it's, you know, a level of disbelief more than anything. Kind of, kind of how you were, you and I were talking about it. And uh, I think it's pretty evenly split though. Like there's people that understand that, yeah, playing for Bill Belichick's kind of hard. You know, he's kind of an asshole. He's the greatest coach of all time, but, you know, he's kind of a dick. Uh, so, you know, I think people are like, yeah, I don't blame Tom for, you know, deciding to go elsewhere. And, um, 
you know, you mm-hmm. had your run here, go enjoy your retirement run. If that's what you want to call it, you know, Tom still, you know, I, I think he can still compete. So I wouldn't call it quite the, like, you know, his farewell tour. Um, but I think, you know, there's a good mix of people that are, um, you know, you have some people who are saying like, obviously really dumb shit like oh you need to give your rings back to the city that made you and this and that and the third and um you know just dumb shit like that but um you know the craft took out like a big page long ad you know saying thank you and best of luck and you know which i think is really nice anytime that there's like such a a public (laughs) a public breakup so to speak yeah um you know it's hard man and it's hard to you know, I'm going to take the, the meta approach to this and say, like, you know, for people saying dumb shit that, you know, maybe, maybe it's hard to process your, maybe it's hard to process your feelings and you're just, you know, lash, lashing out because of that. And listen, for all the Patriots fans out there who are, who are hurting right now, um, my deepest consolences. I, I really don't care. Um, you've been on top for 20. Yeah. You've been on top for 20 yeah. years. A man yeah, won you six Super and you've won six Super Bowls. Like, like you won six Super Bowls. Like six. My team has not been in six, a playoff since George W. Bush was in office, bro. Like, let me have this. Bro, my team hasn't won a Super Bowl since Nixon was in office. Literally. Like, niggas are slow drinking out of separate water fountains. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe, uh, yeah, there was <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Lyndon B. Johnson was still in office, but you know Nixon was yeah. president elect. Like, think about that for a second. So, I'm sorry, I don't feel sorry for Patriots fans. Look, he gave you six championships, twenty years. I, I, I get it that it's it's a, it's a little. It, I think they're more. I think, like you said, it. I think there is more shock and disbelief than anything else. Because I think, like people like me, like I just didn't. I, I think at the end of the day, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think that Robert Kraft would let him leave the building. But it sounds like it was all Brady. Like this was Brady's decision. Like I think Kraft was, you know, even Belichick, I think, was was kind of like, you know, hey, you know, whatever our differences are, Belichick's not stupid. He's like, hey, you know, I would I rather have Tom Brady than not have Tom Brady? Yes. But um, I was reading. I've been reading stuff like that. This kind of all started with the Jimmy Garoppolo shit. Yeah, I've re- I've read the I've read the tea leaves and all the things, and you remember there was that big report that came out a couple years ago with the you know with the whole thing with the trainer and all the things that are going on. But even but even after all that, I just I never wanted to buy it. I just didn't buy the the nonsense. I just I didn't believe the hype. Yeah, they said they said that there's you know kind of a rift between Tom and Bill uh, because I guess Bill was ready to move on. And, you know, hand Jimmy the reins mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe Tom went above his head and Kraft wanted to ride it out and get another championship and just go right. for another shot. And Bill was like, let's just kind of, you know, hit reboot on this. And, um, you know, so I guess that's where the tension started. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me that, you know, Bill was like, fuck it. Like, let's just bear the hatchet and, you know, let's try and get this this last ring if we can. Um, but I think it was evident that, you know, that team, you know, that team at the way that it was built just wasn't going to go anywhere. Like they didn't have, you know, the defense was pretty good. Um, but in today's NFL, like having a good defense is only going to get you so far. I mean, 
everybody started talking all that shit like when the Titans were looking good and the the Ravens mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, you need to mm-hmm. run the ball and you know play defense. And I'm like, I'm sorry, like be that as it may, and these teams are looking okay right now. It's not 1997. Like yeah, just, there, there's there's a point to that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I, I still the, think. The, the, I still think that you, in order to win, you still have to run the football very well and and play championship defense. But I see where you're coming from. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to make plays because explosive plays, we'll call that. Because you can't, you know, there's gonna come a, a time where, you know, you can't run the ball. Yeah, and you know, you gotta you gotta have a a diverse a diverse offense, you know, and, you know, we've seen it and you just, teams, you have to have the ability to become three-dimensional. Um, you know, the Titans, all they could do is run the ball and maybe Ryan Tannehill might do something. The Ravens, you know, you got to be able to sling the ball when you can, you know, and even look at, um, if you look at San Francisco in the Super Bowl, you know, they weren't able to throw the ball and effectively, and, right. you know, that's at some point, you know, something's going to give way. So, you know, they didn't really have the weapons to do it. Um, you know, they, if Antonio Brown wasn't a dumbass, I think, you know, man, they probably don't beat the Chiefs. Uh, but I think it maybe makes things a little bit easier for them, so to speak, you know. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because I don't think anything was stopping that Chiefs offense. Like, I would like to see that Chiefs offense go up against, you know, the 2000 Ravens, you know, the Pewter Curtain Buccaneers, the uh, Giants defenses, the Giants defenses of the early 2000s, and, uh, you know, those, the Legion of Boom Seahawks and, you know, all of those same defenses. I'd like to see how that, you know, if we could get into our fucking time machines and, and somehow make that happen, I'd love to see that because I think that Chiefs offense was, you know, probably one of the best I've ever seen. Um, just Patrick Mahomes is a fucking alien, and that's really all that needs to be said about that. But, yeah, I just think, you know, shit wasn't working in New England, and I think everybody recognized it, and there wasn't really anything that they could do about it anymore. They're like, all right, like, you know, Tom's like, fuck it, I'm getting old, dog. Like, I don't want to deal with the rebuild. And, you know, maybe I can go somewhere, step in and be a contender right away. And Bill Belichick's mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I guess I'll, you know, draft my quarterback. And I think both guys have to prove – I don't buy into that, um, you know, Tom Brady's a system quarterback shit. You know, I don't buy into Brady's only – or Belichick's only a good coach because of Brady. Like, I, I, I don't buy into any of that shit. Um, but I, Me I think both guys will have that. That, that I, argument I kind of falls apart. That. that argument, that argument, kind of falls apart. You know, after six championships, it's like eh, it's kind of hard it to does. say. You're it does. Six. And multiple, multiple offensive coordinators, multiple styles right. of play. Right. Right. You know, and Bill Belichick being a great not just coach but you know GM too. Like <laughs> at <laughs> right? some yeah. point, like. The right. shit. And like and know, in I, different I, I, styles. And different styles. It's not like he they, they've yeah. only just won one way. Like they've won right. with defense. They've won with a high powered offense. With they've won with a mixture of both. It's like they ran they won they had a team where 
Bro, they remember they got fucking Corey Dillon and they were just pounding the rock right. all the time. Right. And then like recently after they got fucking Randy Moss and then they're just and you could, the ball down. And field. you could argue their two best teams are the teams that didn't win a, a championship. Because I could argue yeah. that 2011 team when they had Gronk and Hernandez, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, who has ever seen a, a two tight end system that effective and just that dominant? Um, and they were that, fucking killing people that year. That team like, didn't. That team didn't win. It. That team didn't win. And then obviously we all know about the uh, you know 18 and one team. You know, yep. I mean, how that team didn't win a championship. I mean, that was one of my favorite mind. offenses to watch, bro. Yeah, it was surgical, and they just had no real weakness. They really had no real weakness on offense. So, it's it's just crazy to think that they're arguably their two best teams didn't win a championship. So, um, yeah, no, I'm with you, man. It's it's hard to bring up the whole system nonsense when you know the the, the, the duos won six championships. Um, right. That being said, I'm very interested to see what the Patriots are this year because I, you know, I, I yeah, it's, it's going to no. be very be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Who, what are the pages? I could see it being boomer bust either way. I could see them still being very good and being, you know, a 10 and six, 11 and five type of team, or I can see them going. I, I don't think they'll completely nosedive depending on who they'll bring in to be the quarterback. I don't, I don't, compl- I don't see a complete nosedive. I don't see, you know, two and 14, but I could see six and 10, you know, I could still, I could see that seven and nine. Still, I think that defense is still good. I have to look and see who they're losing or, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, you know, what kind of personnel changes, but, um, you know, I can fully see them, you know, having, uh, a stopgap type of quarterback. A lot of rumors, that, a lot of rumors that Cam or Andy Dalton, whenever he gets released or whenever both of them get released. I can see, you know what? I actually, you know, I don't think that would be a bad move. Bring in Andy Dalton two years, probably, uh, draft someone like uh from or Ethan if you can or uh what's man's name from Utah State uh Love Jordan Love yeah Jordan Love I almost called him Jacob Love uh, <laughs> but uh yeah let let them you know do the whole sit behind you thing learn uh McDaniel's system um you know and just kind of develop and ride that defense out while you can and and you know I could really fully see like Andy Dalton just keeping you know keeping the ship afloat basically you know maybe you know maybe you have an eight and eight you know maybe you know nine and seven something like that and in that division you know it's kind of tricky because we don't we're not quite sure what your Jets are going to be you know if Sam can kind of take that next step I think if you guys have an opportunity to get Judy or Rugs or something like that or CD Lamb. Uh, I think that could really transform that offense. I think another year of your defense, you guys are going to be good money. Um, and then, you know, again, you're not relying too much on the young quarterback to to kind of get stuff done. You'll have, you know, you'll have the pieces in that defense kind of solidified. And I don't think the Dolphins, the Dolphins are just doing crazy shit. Like I thought that the Falcons were doing crazy shit. Like I, I just don't understand what these front offices are doing, man. Yeah, man. Listen, that's a that's a podcast for another day. Um, all right, before so, we get out of here, might fuck around and win that division, though. Yeah, we'll see. The Bills' biggest weakness is their biggest strength is Josh Allen. If he's on, he's on, and when he's off, he's really off. So we'll see. Um, he's the white Jameis Winston. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, I guess we'll wrap up with this. Uh, so, any more moves for the Buccaneers? What do you What do you think? It's 
What do you think they'll do? What's the next um, edition? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know who's really available. Probably some, like, you know, middle-of-the-road safeties, um, you know, could be available. Um, there's a lot of rumors about Melvin Gordon. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I just no, he went, to, I he went to the Broncos. He went to the Broncos. That's right. He did go to the Broncos. Yeah. Um, there yeah. were, I should say, there were rumors. I just don't think that the – I think the price wasn't good for them. And um, I just – I'm really more concerned. I'm not concerned, but I honestly – we haven't talked about it yet, but I'd be anxious to see if Jameis lands a starting role somewhere. Um, I think I it's criminal. I think it's criminal that he's been getting – backup conversations um taking into consideration his career as a turnover machine um but i don't want to hear that dog tyrod taylor fucking sucks and he's getting handed the ring yeah that's true that is true you you know what i mean like it's it's shit like that that i'm just like you know, it, it's crazy to say, you know, that people have nothing bad to say about Jameis as a teammate. You know, the interceptions are, you know, that obviously it's really important, but they've got fucking, what's his name? Uh, Stidham is penciled in as the starter in New England next year. You mean to tell me that Jameis Winston ain't better than this fucking guy? I wonder what could be the difference. Wonder. Yeah. Wonder. Hmm. wonder. Yeah, funny, if, right? only, if there was if there was only one visible it's aspect that would be different, yeah, I wonder what it would be. Right. Um, yeah, and I'm not, and you know, I'm not a Jameis Winston fan, so yeah, for me yeah. to say that, that you, know. you know what though, that's why I brought up Tyron first. But Tyron, right, sucks. right, right, he sucks. Yeah, so no, I, I said I, that to kind of cleanse the palate first. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens with Jameis Winston. I think he'll sh- I think he'll shake out. Yeah, of I think. Somewhere. But to answer your original question, uh, I think they're just gonna kind of sit back, go to the draft, uh, grab some offensive linemen, maybe grab like a. We have a shifty slot guy, uh, Scotty Miller, who's really fast. He could you know be you know dollar store Julian Edelman. Um, you know I don't think his hands are as good, but we'll see. Uh, he's short, fast, white guy, so you know we'll see what happens. Um, but I think they go offensive line, maybe, you know, defensive line, depending on if they bring uh, Ndamukong Sue back. Um, you know, we've got to, you know, maybe grab a veteran corner. The Saints just signed um, Emmanuel Sanders. So, you know, that takes that offense there to another level in New Orleans. Um, so so we're going to have to keep up. Um, so I really just – offensive line and defense, bro, that's – that's all I care about right now. Um, I don't. Are there any other like free agent running backs on the market right now? I don't think so. Mm, not that I've really like paid attention to. I mean, yeah, guys. Gurley, Gurley went to. Gurley and, went to Atlanta. Gurley and um, and, and uh, Gordon were the two biggest names, and they both got signed. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, James should go to to Denver if he can. I mean, they got Drew Locke. And they're they're he's they're hot and heavy Lock. on Drew Locke. We'll see. Yeah, he's. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. My um, man went from potentially making twenty to thirty mil a year to backup money. It could change that quick in the NFL, especially when you're you're of that hue. 
Um, we'll end with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, man, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, anything? I know it's kind of been a, a weird mismatch of a show. We, we just kind of started talking, yeah. press the on button, but uh, anything you want to say before we get out of here? Um, I just to like circle back, man. Like, if you don't got to be out of the house, like, you know, around people, just don't. Like, go for a walk, get your fresh air. That's important. You know, get some sun. It's better for your mental space, you know, especially if you're working from home, you know, to get some fresh air. But like, don't, don't go places where there's lots of people, man. Please practice social distancing. Spend some time at home with your dog, with your wife, your husband, whomever. You know, enjoy this time that you could get together. I know for me, uh, my fiance works, you know, long hours sometimes. Sometimes she doesn't get home till, you know, six, seven o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you know, so we're really relishing the time that we do get to spend together outside of work. You know, if you mm-hmm. got kids, man, like make the most of that opportunity because as I'm sure Manny will tell you, they grow up faster than you can think. Um yeah. You know, just take this time, take care of yourself, man. Wash your fucking hands. Um, Facts. And, and just, you know, do do what you can to stay sane, man. Be safe, but, you know, try to limit the amount of risk that you're putting other people in because um, it's not always about you. You know, you and I could pr- potentially get sick and we could be perfectly fine. Um, but, you know, someone that we could potentially pass it over to, um, may not be so lucky, you know, they may be elderly, they may, you know, be immune compromised, they may have autoimmune disorders, they may have lung issues. Uh, you, you don't know what people are carrying yeah. underneath that skin. So just be careful, man, be smart. And, you know, like I said, wash your fucking hands. Couldn't, couldn't put it better myself. All right, man. Uh, Want to plug your social media real quick before you get out of here? Yeah, man. Um, hit me up on Twitter if you like Jutwick. Um, you know, I've been spending an obs- obscene amount of time on social media now because uh, I don't have shit else to do. I think we all are. <laughs> that's man. where you'll find. That's yeah. where you'll find me most of the time. Um, Instagram is Justin Tribal. Um, yeah, man. That's that's really all I'm on. Michelle got me on TikTok now, um, and I was really like down on it because I was like, "What the fuck? I'm too old for this." Uh, but that should be having me weak as fuck, bro. Like these motherfuckers yeah. got way too much time on their hands. Way really too much time. It. It's, it's so <laughs> goddamn funny though, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. No, um, I know. But yeah, dog, that's all I got to say. Yeah, man. As always, thank you guys for listening and being a part of the show and subscribing and supporting this show. Without you guys, there is no show. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Please be safe out there. As always, you can follow this show on Twitter at AGS Pod, on Instagram, AGS Podcast, Facebook, Any Given Sunday. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Emmanuel Brown, Instagram, Emmanuel Brown, Facebook, Manuel Brown, Snapchat, Manny Bro 15. Y'all know the deal. Uh, please be safe. Please be clean. Um, and be safe. Just again, reiterate that. Please be safe. Please be clean. Please be safe. Um, couldn't, can't say it any, any other, any other way. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast for Justin tribal. I am Manny Brown. We are out of here. Peace.
Thank you.